Just run the ball with Cam Opachowski. What's going on, everybody? We are doing our first preseason ranking episode. So we're going to start off with quarterback rankings. So like I said, this is the first one. We're going to do one closer to the season, but we've been doing our rankings, you know, trying to figure out kind of where we both have guys. We have some similarities, some differences. So Talk about uh, some some hot takes, some bold takes, and where we have these guys. So we will start off with number one, Josh Allen, who we both have. This is Josh Allen's second year of repeating as a number one. Looks like we both have him as third year in a row repeating as number one. So Tom Hines, any reason to not have Josh Allen number one? Are you pretty confident with this one? Um, I'm pretty confident in this one. Um, I don't I don't see him moving down from the one spot. I mean, Herbert and Mahomes, and I guess Brady too, are the only ones that are kind of like remotely close. But Herbert doesn't have the run potential. Mahomes doesn't have the like wide receiver staff that he did, and then Tom Brady also doesn't have the run potential. So, in my opinion, I think Josh Allen just has like the right mixture of everything. Yeah, and his team just has it like a lot of the quarterbacks with all the trades, you know, lose, gain, wide receiver, change team, whatever. Josh Allen offense hasn't really changed and he like you said, he has that great rushing potential, which just in fantasy, you know, really separates good from great. Yeah, or like like there are some quarterbacks on we'll get to them on the list that like their entire value is just strictly based on run potential, right. not even passing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think Josh Allen's the clear one for me. All right. So number two, also consensus, we got, uh, your boy, Justin Herbert. You want to take this one away? Yeah, sure. I mean, he just, the run potential, I mean, he runs the ball sometimes, not something to really, you're kind of banking on, but he loves the deep ball and the chargers, well, one love, uh, throwing the ball. They don't run very often. And two, they go for it on a lot of fourth downs, which is good for the quarterbacks because they'll get if they do convert that fourth down, they get the extra, the extra like plays. And if they don't, well, it doesn't hurt the quarterback; it just hurts the defense. Yeah. So, doing that with the with the Chargers doing fourth down is great for offense for the uh, for fantasy. So I, that's why I have Herbert as the two. PRK two last year. To me, I have <laughs> with kind of the tiers I put in here. Justin Herbert and Josh Allen I have at the top because not a lot has changed for them where, like I said, a lot has moved around for everyone, but but they still have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, so there's a ton of targets there. And Herbert's been accurate. Like you said, he has the rushing potential as well. So having those guys on your offense, it's going to be hard not to you know, be a top three quarterback. So I find him very consistent and I'm confident putting him at number two there's just not a lot of question marks for him with me yeah definitely especially the way Eckler eats up passes I mean it's pretty much a lock every game that he's gonna get at least one touchdown I think for a while he had like the most consecutive games with two touchdowns or something along those lines mm-hmm. but I forget the exact stat. I know he broke 
the touchdown record as a rookie. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he beat it by one, if I huh. remember correctly. Yeah, so he he's really taken a jump to where we'll talk about in our next one with the running back episode. But Eckler has gone from, you know, with with Melvin Gordon, some guy that you could plug in when Melvin was out, to last year he was a top three running back. I know we both have him in our top three as well. So he's he, mm-hmm. he's been a fantasy stud. Keenan Allen is always around, you know, 10 to 15. And I think Mike Williams has the potential to jump up as well. So this is a stacked offense for on paper, but also for fantasy. Yeah, and the games are going to be so close this year because the division, like all the offenses are stacked. So you know they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. There aren't going to be a lot of divisional games where the score is like 14 to 10. Right. Like there's going to be a lot of points scored. And Herbert's going to have to keep up with not only with Mahomes, but now with Russell Wilson too. And then also um, he has Devontae joining Derek Carr. So he's got to keep up with that combo too. So he's going to be throwing the ball quite a bit. So we should see an increased production for sure. Right. And just kind of to your point on that, you know, for our next guy, also in the division, in that in that tough division, we do have Patrick Mahomes coming in at number three. So consensus, we both have him at three. Uh, both have the same top three, which makes for somewhat easier. Obviously, after this, it, it kind of becomes a mess with uh, some, some differing opinion. Actually, after number four. But we both have Mahomes at three, I think. It's a pretty easy argument where he could be number one or two any year, but I think with Tyreek Hill leaving and, you know, kind of some new guys coming in, it's just, it's hard for me. Like, I would, I could see him number one, but Josh Allen with the rushing potential, Justin Herbert with the offensive weapons, I just don't think Mahomes has either of those, so that's why I like him at three. I know he's going to be overdrafted, so in most drafts I probably wouldn't even take yeah. him where he's going. But to, to me, it's just the losing Tyreek. I just don't – I'm not confident in him being the PRK1. I'm much more confident in the guys above him. So three is kind of where obviously we both have him there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's – I mean, he didn't finish – he finished below Josh Allen with Hill right. last season. So – like he's not gonna like I don't see him getting better without Hill. I mean Hill was a major part of the deep threat for Mahomes. I mean you have to have a, like Mahomes is really good at throwing the ball deep, but you have to have a guy that can get there fast enough to take advantage of it. Otherwise, he's just gonna get sacked. So I don't know if there are gonna be these seventy yard bombs with uh, Schuster being in all likelihood the the wide receiver one. I just don't think he's fast enough to get down there quick enough. Yeah, no, I I totally agree, and I. I think Mahomes will be really good. It's not that I'm not confident in him, but there's some guys like him and Aaron Rodgers that obviously we both had drop in the in the standings because, like you said, you know Mahomes didn't finish above either of these guys last year. Now he's losing his number one guy. You know, you could argue Kelsey, but he's the PRK four last year. He still has Kelsey, but he lost Tyreek Hill and juju and marquez valdez scantling are just nothing compared to tyreek hill i i think juju's a good player i will rip mvs until he proves me wrong but it's just it's obviously a huge downgrade there and being the prk4 last year i i know we have him at number three so i guess we're optimistic there we have him and uh number four switched but i just i don't see him doing a ton better 
Yeah, so I mean, we can get into into number four here, Tom Brady. Uh, the only reason I have him lower than Mahomes this year is because I don't know how Godwin's going to play. Yeah, or when he will play. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. true. When, and then when he does come back, how well it's going to be. Right. I mean, he took a nasty hit at the end of the season. So, I don't know. I don't. We're going to see how it goes. I mean, obviously, the Bucks are still like a, a very solid team. They have good wide receivers. They have an awesome offensive line. And then... So I, I still think Tom Brady is going to do good. I, I I think I mentioned this earlier, but I think out of out of those any of these four we said, so Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, and Brady, I would be least surprised if Brady kind of like exceeds my expectations. I guess. Well, you also don't like Tom Brady, so would it would it be safe to say those expectations are low? I mean, I have about the four, so I mean they're not that low. okay. But I wouldn't be surprised. But your emotional so like, expectations. Be, yeah, so like I, w- I would be pretty surprised if Mahomes finished rank one right. this season. Like if he was the PRK one quarterback, I wouldn't be that su- that uh, surprised if Tom Brady did it. Just because if, if Godwin comes back full strength, then my ranking is completely changed here. Okay, so what would you say his peak is? Say Godwin doesn't play, he has Mike Evans, Russell Gage, and whoever, Cameron Brait, stuff like that. What do you think his ceiling is if... Say Godwin comes back last, say he comes back end of November, so he plays like four or five games. Would you still I keep Brady four. in the top five? Yeah, I think I think keep him at four. I put him here expecting Godwin to do bad. Yeah. If Godwin comes back like week five and like plays great, then I think Brady could easily be one or two. Yeah, I I get that. I and you know we have to. Remember Leonard Fournette as well. You know, he did really well last year, over 450 receiving yards, two touchdowns, where he didn't even really catch, you know, uh, catch fire until week four, week five. Week four, he had 17. Week five, he had 21. And until then out, he was great. He only had, he was only under double digits once after that. So I think he's a great guy to gobble up some of those passes if Godwin's out. And Brady just gets it done. Like, you just can't bet against the guy. He just always gets it done. So I I agree. I think if Godwin plays, it inflates his value. I think if Godwin misses a lot of time, I'm still very confident in Brady. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just Even with Gronk gone, I'm still not that worried about it. Yeah. I know you did love Gronk, though. I did, yeah. He was one of my top picks. It's, yeah. PR, PRK1 for... Uh, if you guys listened last year, PRK one week one, you sniped it. I did. I got a little bit lucky though because he literally got injured like two weeks after. Yeah, that. it's okay. But if he had played the whole season, I think I would have been spot on with the whole season and being PRK one. Yeah, yeah, he looked good in that, and you know, first first game of the season as well that Thursday night football game. But obviously, he's not there anymore. So we'll see how Brady fares with them. But to round out our top five, we have Dak Prescott at five. He is number eight for me. You do have him higher at five. Obviously, a little more confident in Dak, just kind of based on the averages. It bumped him up here. We have some guys that are really close after this. So give me your your side. So you have Dak at five. I have him at eight. Why do you like him so much? Why would you put him here? Uh, just the Cowboys' offense is extremely explosive. I think they were the um, top-scoring offense last season. They just they had they had some games where they put up 50, 40 points. I mean, they're just nuts. They score a ton of points, and Dak is a big part a big part of that. I mean, I know Amari Cooper's gone, but I'm not that worried. I think 
CD Lamb's at the point where he's been with Dak for a couple of years. He's ready to go. I think he's going to play really well. You're not worried about Noah Amari? No. What about if Michael Gallup doesn't start the year? Yeah, that could be an issue. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that, like, overall, like, I think if even, I mean, even without those guys, Dak is still good. I think this year he's going to get over his fears of running the ball. I know he came off the big injury last year, so it wasn't, like, super, like, happy running the ball. It didn't really, he didn't seem confident in it. But it's been a full year, so I think he's going to have more confidence in his legs. So I could see him being the PRK5. What do you think? I know, I think you mentioned earlier, maybe maybe this was offline, maybe not, might not have been in the podcast, but you don't think he's going to run the ball as efficiently as he used to, right? So, yeah, I'm I'm so-so on that. I I have Dak with kind of what you said. I have him ranked here with the assumption that he's going to run like he did last year. If he runs like he did two years ago and three years ago, you know, the first three or four years of his career – I would have him top five, no problem, for sure. But I just don't know what we're going to get and where we have Zeke and Tony Pollard playing a good amount and those guys can catch passes. I just, I'm worried that they're going to use him more as, you know, some guy who is just throwing as opposed to the dual threat quarterback. So I think he has the potential. I'm just worried how they're going to use him. And I have him in my rankings surrounded by two guys who do not run, Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow. We'll talk about them. They're coming up. But I have him surrounded by those two guys, Matt Stafford above, Burrow below. And this is based off the rushing. And like I said, I think he's he's top five, maybe even you know could compete for, for top four with that healthy running. But I just don't know what we're going to get, and I didn't see it last year. Like you said, he was injured, but I'm just too nervous on that to, to push him up that high. I mean, yeah, I don't blame you. It it definitely it definitely could go poorly, but I still think that for sure above top eight. Yeah. Um, and Even if he doesn't run the ball, but just because the Cowboys have just been historically – The offense is strong, like the, you said. Yeah, for the past few years, it's been a very strong offense. So even if they cut their production, it's still going to be good. Yeah. I would say this is where I like Dak going. If he, for me, like if I was going to draft a quarterback and four had gone, I wouldn't take him fifth. Like that's just kind of where I'm sitting right now where I I like him. And honestly, I know we're probably similar on this. Like neither of us are very bullish on quarterbacks. Like we'd rather just kind of wait. Um, Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wait till the end. Yeah. And even some guys we talk about that are out of our you know, top eight, top 10 are still, you know, very serviceable starters. So, but yeah, so coming up next, we have right behind Dak. So uh, very close one on this one. We both have Matt Stafford ranked at seven. So he is very close to Dak. Like I said, I have him at seven, Dak at eight. You have him at seven as well, Dak at five. So to me, it's just, he's good. Cooper Cup is good, and I think the sky's the limit if he has healthy if he has healthy Robinson and Odell, that wide receiver core is just disgusting. Like they could have definitely three top twenty wide receivers for fantasy, and we don't know what we're gonna get because Matt Stafford throws the ball a lot and he's not yeah. gonna run it a lot. Their running backs have been shaky, you know, kind of with 
acres and injury. Pretty bad. Yeah. yeah I, I would say I wouldn't say shake yet. Yeah. So pretty bad. So I just think even if you get even if one of those guys is good, we saw Odell play well. Obviously, he's not going to start the season with his injury in the Super Bowl. It's going to take him a while. But these guys have both shown that they're very talented players. So I think to me, there's a lot of uncertainty with Matt Stafford, and I'm just more. I guess I'm more optimistic than pessimistic on him. Yeah, I mean, at at this point, for me anyways, I almost don't want the running backs to be good. I know yeah. this is kind of like, Legit. sounds dumb, and like 90% of teams can't get away with having bad running backs and still winning games. The Chiefs have been able to do it for a while, yep. and I think this Rams team could. They have the, the line for it, they have the wide receivers for it, they have the quarterback for it. I honestly think that they could win games without running the ball once. Mm-hmm. And there's not many teams that you can say that about. Uh, maybe once or twice. So, <laughs> yeah, just just for the uh, when it's like fourth and inches. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, but I think Matt Stafford, for me, I just he has too much talent around him. I mean, it's going to be impossible for him, for him to, not, to do bad. Any co- Not any quarterback. Any of our top fifteen quarterbacks, you can plug into this Rams team, and they're gonna do really well. Mm-hmm. It's just there, so much talent in that offense. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're they've obviously been looking really good, and you know, he w- he was PRK six last year, and that was his first year on the team. So I just see him yeah. improving, and we both have him at six. You know, we're saying basically he's going to do as good as he did last year, if not better. So I think that's an extremely fair statement to say about something that had someone who had arguably, you know, I, I know Devonte and Aaron Rodgers was great, but in the first year, the connection he had with cup was just nuts. Like I've never seen anything mm-hmm. like that. And he was someone, both of them drafted very low in fantasy. I mean, you could easily have gotten both of these guys in the later rounds. Yeah, and if if Odell does end up re-signing, I think for sure he's my top five over Dak. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I I do like Safford. The only thing is he like I said he doesn't really have the legs to run at all. But if he's got oh, if he's got these guys you know playing healthy, then he'll be good. So he has the advantage there. And getting into number seven. We have Russell Wilson coming in at number seven. So basically, what what I like is the depth from them, which I think is is very impressive. Where basically you had like DK and Tyler Lockett before, and now that you have KJ Hamler uh, against you know Judy and uh, Judy and Cortland Sutton, you have KJ Hamler, you have Tim Patrick, like you have a lot of guys like that. So I think there's a lot of depth and. To me, it was it was like DK and then Tyler Lockett and then just kind of fell off. So I think there's a lot of depth where it's like if the top two guys aren't open, there's still a lot to throw to. Even if those top two guys compared to the other top two aren't as good, I think there's a lot of depth and they have two great running backs. So I think there's a lot of people for him to throw to. Yeah, I just don't see him throwing to the running backs that much. Uh, I think they're more of like a, a run first running back kind of combo. But, just but it, mo- it moves the chains. It does. That's true. It does, and, it, and it keeps it keeps him out there. Yeah, that's true. I I won't yeah. disagree with that. But yeah, I, you like that. <laughs> but I definitely see um, some of these other guys doing better. So, like for example, so like the next guy we have Kyler. I can easily see Kyler outperforming Russ. So he's going to start the season without Hopkins with Marquise Brown, who just came to the team, 
Rondale Moore, who didn't get a ton of time last year. And I think Kyler Murray is really good, but, you know, just based off what I said before, so without Hopkins, he's averaging 18 points a game, which is good. Like, if you're drafting him QB8, like, it's fine. But with Godwin, he's averaging 22. Or not Godwin, jeez. <laughs> with, with Hopkins, he's averaging 22. Yeah. So... Like this is what you want. If you draft Kyler, you want those twenty-two points. If you're drafting him early, you're looking for those twenty-two points. If you're getting eighteen from Kyler, I'm disappointed. Like, wouldn't you agree? Like, you'd yeah, but I'm seeing this as more of an opportunity for him to kind of drum up some action with the other guys. Okay. Like, if he can, I, yeah, I don't expect him to do like like you said. We say twenty-two points with Hopkins. Yeah. If he can so what would you close be the gap to 20? twenty, yeah, I was gonna say if okay. he can if he can up those so get I mean they're not gonna be practicing with um, Hopkins as much just because he's gonna be suspended for those first six games. So if he can right. close that gap, get an extra two points per game for the first six games, and get and be finishing averaging twenty before Hopkins comes back, sure. I think that's a win. Yeah, and I, I to me it's just that's what separates him from being top five where I really want to put him top five I know you have him you have him nine I have him ten we have him eight consensus overall just based mm-hmm. on how close the rest of these guys are but yeah um to me he has he has the big play potential I'm just nervous because that's six games is a lot you know that's a third of the season I'm yeah optimistic, I know, but, but I'm cautious yeah I, I I like it to be honest, and I should mention I don't know if we mentioned this, but Russell, Kyler, and Joe Burrow, who is our next guy, are all tied in our rankings. Like when we average yeah, out true. our two our, our guys, we have all three of those guys tied. Yeah, but I, I like how it, I like how it sorted it. I'm happy with it. So I am too. I, I think this is this let's is roll, a good sorted. Let's roll with it. Um, so uh, yeah, Joe Burrow, like you said, tied. So. What we have, so I have Russell Wilson at five. You have Russell Wilson at fourteen. Yes, that's, that's the large difference. <laughs> yeah. Kyler Murray, uh, like I said, you have, or I have at ten. You I have, have him nine. at nine. Yeah. So very similar. Joe Burrow, I have at nine. And I have, you have at ten. At 10 so. Yeah. So we have Kyler and, and Burrow swapped. Yeah. So Russell Wilson is pretty much the only one that is extremely different. Kyler and Burrow, we we clearly agree with similar. Um, mm-hmm. So. Just barely top 10. What do you like about Burrow to put him top 10? What do you not like about him to, you know, obviously one of the hottest guys to end the year. Yeah. Um, you know, not vaulting him into the top five. Why do you have him where you do? Uh, I have him. right where I have him, but yes, yeah, so. it's, it's <laughs> for conversation. Yeah, uh, he has good wide receivers, and he's just like young and energetic, I guess is the best way to put it. I don't know. He has like the personality of a top 10 quarterback. I know it's like weird to be ranking these guys based on personality, but if you combine his wide receivers, his performance last year and his personality, he has all the makings of a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. So the, yeah, the team, the skill. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say though, I am nervous about the wide receiver, uh, wide receivers a little bit. I do not know. Really, on the Bengals? Yeah, I don't know if Chase is going to repeat. I'm nervous about it. Repeat as like do well, as like well as he five. did last year. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous for for Chase. Okay. 
where where would you see him drop where you're like yeah that's bad like if he was like a if he was a top 10 guy and he was like number 10 would you be like oh yeah that's fine or like would like we're talking about jamar chase or we're talking about uh, jamar chase yeah yeah top 10 what what standard do you have where like he's out of that like like if he's like pure k12 you're like uh that's not good i say 15 is where i'd start sweating if i had joe bar like if it's the start like three or four or not i'll give him five games five games in the season if he's like 15 or lower and i had bar as my quarterback i'd be sweating a little bit and do you think that's because T. Higgins jumps up, or do you think just both of them would be lower? I think like, just you think both those of correlate? them would be lower. Um, yeah. Do you think T. Higgins could be the number one? I know you might, actually. You're probably the worst person to ask for that. I do like T. Higgins a lot, but I don't yeah. know. It's just it's it's a tough situation. This was like the problem that I had last year with C.D. and Amari Cooper. Yeah, they're so hard, too, because there's no, there's no real correlation. Like, they can both go off, or they can both bust like it's not like one does well the other does it's they're hard yeah uh, yeah it's, i don't like situations like this because i i mean i i this is kind of this exact same argument last year with uh cd and mark cooper but it's so hard to, to know is it going to be like the young guy who does better or is it going to be like the right. older guy who's been there for a long time yeah. so it's an absolute toss-up for me but i yeah. still think he's going to finish top 10 though so i'm not like ripping him like saying don't draft him i still think he's going to be top 10 yeah i mean i i love I love Burrow in this spot, honestly. If you're one of the late guys to get a quarterback, he's totally serviceable. And, you know, he's he's one of these guys where he could be – like he could be the uh, quarterback one on any given week. Yeah, for sure. I Yeah, I, I do like his pick. But what does ESPN have? Let me, let me check what ESPN has him at. So ESPN has him at 10. They're at right 10. around us. Okay. So right next to uh, Russell Wilson, actually. So I guess we're – yeah. Kind of agreement with that, but yeah, I mean, I, can I, use, see it. I use ESPN as like they they agree or disagree with us. You know, they they report to us for the for the better. Well, actually, not for this next one. If you wanna if you wanna finish out our top ten here for whatever ludicrous argument you have. Okay, and I, I know this is a hot take, but trust me on this one. It's going to happen. I have Matt and it, Ryan. Won't, and it won't be the last one on this. Episode. Yeah, it is not the last hot take, but I have Matt Ryan pretty high up. So he finished number ten. For, for both of us combined. And the only reason that he did that is because I have him at six. I know you have him at 16. But Yes, where he belongs. <laughs> now listen, I did the okay. research on this, okay? So, I hope this. So. All right. so last yeah. year, the Atlanta Falcons had the 27th ranked offensive line. It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I mean, you can't get much worse than that. However... The 2022 projected rankings for offensive line have the Indianapolis Colts at 10. So he's going from a bottom five offensive line to a top 10 offensive line. And also, I looked at the receiving stats last year for the Falcons. Only one of the top four guys were a wide receiver. So it's Kyle Pitts had the most, and then it was Russell Gage. And then the the three and the four were both running backs, Patterson and Mike Davis. The Falcons just didn't have running oh. or didn't have wide receivers. Oh. Yeah. That's disgusting. It's, yeah, it's gross. Yeah. So, it, you know it's bad when you have more running backs in the top five or top four for receiving yards than you do wide receivers. Oh, right. That is so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And Not agreeing yet, but keep going. So that, for me, is why... I mean, it wasn't even close either. So if you go for, like, catches... So Mike Davis had 10 more catches than... Um, I'm going to pronounce this name wrong, but Zacchaeus. Olamide Zacchaeus, is yes. that it? 
Yes. So he he had ten more catches. The PRK two wide receiver. Yeah. So for me, this is a no brainer. He's definitely going to do better. Um, and I have high hopes in Pittman Jr. I think Pittman Jr. has potential to be top five wide receiver. Oh, oh God! Don't don't even get me started on that episode yet. All right. Yeah. So okay. Um, wait. Potential or you're drafting him there? Potential. I'm no. He's not going to okay, be. Okay. He's not going to be okay. in my top five. But I'm saying potential okay. top five. Okay, that's fine. All right. Yeah. yeah. Why? Just because he's going to be an absolute target hog? Yes. Okay. I yeah. do. I do like him as well. I don't feel great drafting him just because like he's like Michael Pittman. Like it's not like oh I got a good one here. But the, <laughs> you're you're right. I I feel like not. You're not drafting for like yeah he's sick like he's nasty. It's the position that he's going to be in with Matt Ryan. Yeah. I dude. I'm. I'm, Matt Ryan, if I if if I'm, unless something like could terrible right happens now. in the draft, Matt Ryan is going to be my starting quarterback. I would not mind waiting until like the second to last round to to pick up Matt Ryan as a starting quarterback. So you have him at number six. Yeah. If if Matt Stafford is available in round ten, and okay, so I would take I would say, take say, Matt say, Stafford, yeah. but only because I know no one else is going to take Matt Ryan. Okay, but you're saying then you would snag a Matt Ryan later. Yes, I would. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Matt Ryan is going to end up on my team one way or another, unless someone else drafts him, which I doubt. He's either going to be... D- depends how many people from our league listen to this, I guess, right? I mean, even or if they do, I, I still don't think they're going to draft him. I mean, I think I might yeah. be a lone wolf on this one, but... I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not It's not the worst like like it's definitely not the worst it's just to me like like i have like russ is you know say i think we can all agree russ on the broncos is a top 15 quarterback right yes okay so i have him at five like i think matt ryan the range of outcomes like and i'm not saying espn is god because he's below jared goff and mac jones which i think is completely absurd and Deshaun Watson, who probably won't play. But, like, people are drafting him as, like, uh, quarterback 27. And you have him at six. And I'm not saying everyone else is right, and you're wrong. I'm just saying. No, I wouldn't be offended. If you're right, a lot of people are like, Like, it's just you yeah. need everything to fall into place. And it's possible. Like, it's definitely possible. And you're really not losing that much on drafting a guy like this because he's going to go pretty late. Yeah, it's, I'm going against it, the analysts for sure. Yeah, it, it's a stretch, but it's not – at least it's not just all, oh, I hope he does well. Like, you have some evidence. He's going to we'll take see. me to the championship. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, the rest of your team has to be good for that too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they, they will be, though. All right, top ten ended with Matt Ryan. Yes, uh, we'll we'll see your thoughts on that. We'll we'll make a post on that. But if you if you get this one right, then I'll give it to you. This, I mean, I still think the Jalen Hurts one might be more wild, but we'll we'll get to that. He's coming up. So, getting into, um, I know we we won't go into these as much, but we still want to mention them because they're important. So, obviously, top ten quarterbacks. I'm sure Matt Ryan in most leagues will not be a top 10 one, but in our rankings he is. So not everyone needs to draft two quarterbacks, but a lot of teams do. So we're going to finish out the top 20 that we have here. Mm -hmm. We have Aaron Rodgers coming in next. Like we said, these guys are all very close. We have Matt Ryan consensus 10, 
Aaron Rodgers is 11, separated by 0.5 points. Only because um, so, the wide receivers are bad, though. If they make a trade right. in between this episode and Correct. the start of the season, then he definitely will, will go up. Like, if they manage yeah. to secure Odell or something. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers has been a top-five quarterback the past three years. He's great. He's amazing. Uh, I have no – I'm assuming, like, you don't have anything against his skill, right? It's just the wide receivers, right? Yeah, no, yeah, nothing about nothing about the skill. It's just he like who's he gonna throw to? Like, yeah. I couldn't even tell you who the wide receiver one is at right now. Aaron Jones, <laughs> the running back, maybe, dude. Honestly, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if like three or four weeks into it, Aaron Jones had the most receiving yards and targets. Would not be shocked if if it weren't for AJ Dillon. If AJ Dillon wasn't there, I think Aaron Jones would be a top five running back easy. Yeah. A.J. Dillon scares me a little bit just because the guy's, like, massive. But Aaron Jones, I think, PPR. He's got the hands for it, for sure. Yeah. So, I I think we both have Rodgers here because of just the extreme downgrade at wide receiver. That's why Mm -hmm. he's lower. But, like you said, a trade would bump him up. So, tied with him, we have next, Jameis Winston. This one we're a little different on as well. Not as not as big as of a gap as Matt Ryan. I have him at fifteen. You have him at eight. So yes, give I me do. your reasoning. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess and assume it's that uh, it might have something to do with Michael Thomas. Yeah, I'm I'm basically gambling that Michael Thomas is gonna come back full speed. If he does, I Winston for sure top eight. But if my bet on Michael Thomas ends up turning bad, then I'm going to look real dumb <laughs> for yeah. putting him in my top 10. So it's... All right, so, so let me give you – can I give you a realistic scenario? Like, the, like this is high hopes. I'm going to give you a realistic one. Yeah. Okay. Michael Thomas is back at 70% yeah. of what he was. Kamara mm-hmm. gets suspended three games. Yeah. Where are you ranking Jameis Winston? That that's like an average of yeah, he's I not can, a boss. Yeah. He's not elite and Kamara could face six games, but say he only gets three. Where would you would you rank him still here or would you lower him? Uh I would I would take him down to like uh I'm 20? at eight now. No. So I'd be like eleven or twelve. Okay. But I haven't so, I don't expect him to do well at the beginning of the season. Like I I expect I don't expect high performance out of him until um, Kamara is back, and Michael Thomas is up to speed. So, like, I'm talking like week four or five is when he's going to kick into gear. So, is there a scenario where you have both Jameis and Matt Ryan on your team? No, I wouldn't take that much of a gamble. Even though I think they both could do really well, I wouldn't be willing. To, like, I'd take a safer option. But to you, that's top. That's two top ten guys on your team. Wouldn't you want to do that? Well, it's two top ten guys with high risk. I would take. Like, I would rather take. So I have Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow, the spot right below Jameis. I think that they're safer options. So if I was gambling on, say, Matt Ryan, then I would rather have a safer bet with, like, Burrow or Murray, basically. Okay. Okay. But if I couldn't – if there was some reason I couldn't get Matt Ryan, Jameis would be my next my next pick. Yeah, I like Jameis, too, for pretty much all the same reasons. I'm just not as confident. But obviously we saw what he did with Mike Evans mm-hmm. and Chris Godwin. And I think – I don't know where they're being drafted, honestly, and we'll look into it when we do wide receivers. But for him to have Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, who they traded multiple draft picks to get, so they clearly want him. And some people forget Jarvis is on that team now. That's a lot. That's a lot to throw to. 
Yeah, I think yeah, I think they're gonna be. I think he's gonna do well. I, I think I don't think he finishes below fifteen. Yeah, I I like him. I you're a little more bullish on him, but um, okay. So Jalen Hurts, I know we talked about this one on all the other ones. Mm-hmm. I really want to spoil it for you, but go ahead, give me your reasoning. I have Hurts in my top six. He's number yes. six. I've you met- have him <laughs> eighteen. Yeah. So, I just don't think he's going to be the starter through the whole year. Yeah, and okay. I <laughs> I, just, I I I think that I I think the rushing is so good. I think you bring in AJ Brown. I just don't see him doing that bad. He was so consistent last year. I just think Minshew would would not serve fantasy better but would serve the team better. Yeah, just uh no. I I don't think so. No, I mean you don't have to agree. It's a hot take. I I don't deny that it's yeah. a hot take. Jalen Hurts' first seven weeks, he had over 20 points in every single game. I'm not saying for the team, though. Yeah, I'm saying strictly for the team. I think that... Um, that's that. that's a different argument, and I don't really want to agree with you, but I don't think... No, no. I don't <laughs> I don't want to agree with you. I still think they're going to ride with Jalen Hurts. I think he's the rookie, and they want him to succeed. Where Gardner Minshew, even if he is the better option, I think they're going to stick with Hurts, even if he is. Even if you're right the Eagles will not tell you that. Yeah. Well, I think Minshew got shafted because he was on the Jags and the Jags wanted to throw for Trevor Lawrence. So they benched him. And I think that's what happened with Minshew. So I think that he like deserves another chance to go out there and prove himself. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. I mean, obviously the, the Eagles coaching staff aren't, aren't the best. I mean, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I still, uh, yeah, I, I still like Hurts. He finished, he finished as a top 10 quarterback last year. He's getting A.J. Brown. I think there's a lot of room for improvement. But, you know, I like I have guys like Russ and stuff over him. So I'm, I like him. I'm not crazy about him. But someone else I know. Uh, so he actually, speaking of, you know, kind of what we're seeing. So ESPN has him around seven. So I have him around there. Um, I know you have him a lot lower. But someone who is ranked very, very high. I know we've talked about this before. It, to me, I'm just confused. I'm not really sure why. I know history, whatever. But Lamar Jackson, we have consensus 14. He's like top five everywhere. Everywhere I see he's top five, top five, top five. And to mm-hmm. me, there's just so much risk. Like, over all of, like, he's a great runner. He's a great athlete. He has a pretty good arm. He's thrown a lot of touchdowns. But it's just like to to me, and I think it, it's hard to argue otherwise. He's had his best season of football already, and he has no one to throw to. He lost his best receiver. He has Mark Andrews, who's great, and then Rashad Bateman, who has a lot to prove. I think Rashad Bateman could be great for fantasy, but to me, unless those running backs and Lamar are going, I think if if they do well, it's going to be a weird looking offense with a lot of tight end and runs. It's going to look real weird. It's not a lot of wide receivers. And I don't know, unless Bateman really steps up. But I I have Lamar Jackson out of my top 10. You have Lamar Jackson out of your top 10. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm just confused by the Ravens offense. It doesn't make sense to me why it works. I know it works, but I don't know why. Yeah, um, yeah I just, I don't, it's too risky. Yeah, in my opinion, I think 
the common debate is Kyler or Lamar Jackson because they have similar play styles. I think Kyler's passing potential is higher than Lamar Jackson's. I know that not everyone will agree I think with the that. Risk, I think the risk for Kyler is lower, too. It's like, you know, he doesn't have his number one wide receiver, and his one and two are still, like, better than uh, his, his Marquise Brown. That's actually interesting, too, because he switched teams. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I'm just nervous for, for the, the yeah. passing game, and I'm nervous that he's going to get hurt. So I just I would be very cautious taking him top five. Well, I wouldn't, but yeah, you know. yeah. I actually know in our in our league who is going to take him top five. I don't. Do you do you know who's had him like the past three years? Is it Danny or Ethan? No, I think it's Zach. I think Zach's had him for like the past three years. Oh, Zach did it. Someone had him last year though. It definitely wasn't Zach last. Ethan had him that breakout season. Oh, did he? All right, so maybe I'm wrong then. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think you might be wrong. Zach's had him once. I think Danny's also had him once. So I think you can make the argument for all three of them. <laughs> we'll, we'll, gonna... we'll look after. We'll figure yeah. it out. Um, next up, we have 15, Derek Carr. These next options, I think we can all agree, you're not like super pumped drafting any of them, but they have potential. I think that's a fair statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Der- Derek Carr is number 15. To me, is there anything else to say besides upside with Devontae Adams? I don't think there's any other reason I have him this high. No, I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think he's been undraftable in other years, but he has what we've seen, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, the best wide receiver in the league. Is yep. he going to do that with Derek Carr? Probably not, but we'll see, you know, like you said. He's going to be good Devontae, way, Yeah, Devontae versus Rodgers, you know, did Aaron Rodgers make Devontae great, or can he continue that legacy with a quarterback who is average? Yeah. I think he'll still do good. I just don't think he's going to finish PRK1. Right. Yeah. And then we have probably, I think, maybe overall for his career, I think probably just known as one of the least sexy options, even though his name is Kirk, which is a pretty sexy name. Kirk Cousins, I think, is just, like, one of the, like, you always forget. Like, to me, I like, I'm drafting quarterbacks. Like, I could go, like, our next five guys and be like, oh, I forgot Kirk Cousins. Like, he just, he's, he always shows up, though. Like, he's, he's always good. He's always consistent. I know you had him as a bi-week fill-in. He finished last year as the PRK 11, which is impressive. To me, he's consistent. He's always good. You're never, never going to get remotely a, you know, top performance from him, but He's a good fill-in. If you if you like drafting backup quarterbacks, I think he's one of the best ones. Yeah, I mean, it's just he somehow stays relevant. I don't get it to be honest. Um, I don't either. Yeah. He gets ripped so much, like for like sucking and and being a bad quarterback, but he still always finishes top fifteen. It's so strange. He, like he's he's definitely not bad, but like he also has Justin Jefferson. He has a lot uh, of weapons. The, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Cook like yeah. he's he's loaded, but and he gets. He gets paid. He keeps getting paid. Yeah, they must see something in them that they like. But he, yeah, he'll, I mean, he's like a guy that I wouldn't be like stoked with for my QB1. But if I had like great value in the draft, like say, I don't know, it's like the, the round everyone's picking quarterbacks and then like a wide receiver or running back catches your eye and you're like, ah, I don't want to take the, the chance. I'm going to pick this guy up. Yeah, and then maybe you get Kirk instead. Like I don't think it'd be a bad option. It just wouldn't be like ideal. Yeah, and it's right. Like if your team's like nasty, if you grab like I, I don't even know, like 
Travis Kelsey and like the first round and then you like load up on like running backs and wide receivers and like you're struggling to like if you picked a quarterback in the last two rounds because the rest of your roster is stacked like you could win games with Kirk Cousins it's yeah. not gonna look pretty but um so he's consistent I think someone the so the guy we have next 17 Tua we both have him pretty low I have him 17 you have him 16 yeah purely based on on Tyreek Hill yeah so to me, he's he's an upside guy as well. There's nothing we've really seen that would put him this high, but with the upgrades at offense, at, at least for me, it, it's worth drafting him as a backup because he has, you know, I would say he, I definitely think he has top one potential, not because of his skill, what he's surrounded with though. Like if he is a good quarterback and can feed Tyreek Hill and the running backs actually play well, I think he could yeah. definitely be, maybe top 10's a stretch, but like top 12, he has the potential. I don't think he's good enough yet, but he's uh, like there. There's guys, you know, that that we have up here, like you know, Dak Prescott, Kyler, Matt, uh, Matt Ryan's close, Rogers. He he's got better people around him than some of those guys. So I think he's he's loaded, but the skill's not there yet. But I I think worth a late round flyer. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. I mean, if he just doesn't get in his own way, he'll do good. But if he starts throwing picks and fumbling the ball, then that's kind of where I get nervous. I agree. Yeah, so he's he's an interesting one that is unfortunately the end of our interesting ones. Just to just to summarize, I, I know there's not a ton to be said about these, but so eighteen we have Ryan Tannehill, nineteen we have Carson Wentz, twenty we have Deshaun Watson. And I will say um, Watson is lucky to be on the list. Yeah, do you do you have any I guess for these guys any thoughts on if you want to go no. through each of them, sort there's of. Actually, there's actually a Schefter tweet from two hours ago that there's okay. uh, no timetable for good. the ruling yet. Oh, nice. Nice. So yeah. I would say if – I would say draft – like if there's nothing, draft him in the last round. You have nothing to lose. But absolutely do not even think about drafting him as your starter yet. No, for sure because not. This guy, this guy is so much in front of him and, you know – we talked about potential. He has a lot of potential, but he hasn't played football in a year. He's got more cases than I've seen from pretty much <laughs> all these guys like, combined uh, on the list. Like, yeah, more cases than deal or no deal, as, as one yeah, would put it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So he's he's not looking good. Ryan Tannehill is unfortunately on the decline. I still think he could be a backup if – but it, it's the same thing. It's potential. If Burks and Woods do well, same thing with Carson Wentz. I think if he has someone else step up besides Terry McLaurin, he could be relevant. So those two guys, there's just a lot of factors that need to go right. And obviously Deshaun Watson's is nothing on the field. It's just his, his legal trouble. Yeah, so we're recording this. So this is Thursday. So, so it, his hearing ended today. So we might okay. be like a couple of days early recording this to, to know, um, but so the hearing's done. So now it's just a matter of waiting for the uh, the judgment to come out. So I guess last question, I mean, the the burning question: if if he's good to go, where are you putting him? Oh, top ten easily. I would. I'm thinking maybe like. I kind of like six to eight. Yeah, I agree. I think I would drop Matt yeah. Ryan, um, Matt Stafford oh, really? down. <laughs> yeah. So he, he'd be as my sixth then, and everyone else would drop one. Yeah, I could probably replace him with Stafford or 
Stafford hurts or Dak or who I'm looking at. Yeah, I and he he could. I let's let's not let's not waste too much time on someone who could easily be behind <laughs> bars as opposed to on on the field. But um, yeah, I think and you know we we both have him in the top twenty, like you said, barely. Wentz, Tannehill, just hanging on as well. Seventeen point five, nineteen point five, nineteen point five. So. These guys barely made it, but um, yeah, this this is what we have for our top 20 quarterbacks. Obviously, the important ones, top 10, these are the guys you want to get. Uh, if you're Tom Hines, you want to get Matt Ryan around here too. Well, actually, no, you admitted you would wait, right? You, you, would, you would wait. Yeah, I'm not drafting him as, okay. as the six. That's just, you just want this for the end of the season to No, this is just how I value him, but I, like, I can yeah. get away with not drafting him this early, for sure. Right. So, But yeah, so, so this is what we have for top 20 quarterbacks we're going to be doing the other positions as well obviously running backs wide receivers but starting off with quarterbacks top tier position guys we like guys we don't like so we'll be posting these results and recording more episodes closer to the start of the year but first one for the preseason make sure to check out the other ones but hope you guys enjoyed qbs thanks broncos country let's rock broncos country let's rock Broncos, Thunder.